Hi, it's Rob here again. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Always grateful for your ears and attention. And uh, hopefully the reason you're here is because you're anticipating getting some value or have had value from previous recordings. One of the things I get asked periodically, not that often, but periodically from people that have stumbled upon my podcast or who listen into it is what I do by way of planning content. Do I have a schedule and I just you know plan out in advance what the recordings are going to be on and my answer is always the same the answer is absolutely not um, all, all, all I do is imagine that I'm going to record a podcast and typically something then springs to mind and I think that's something that I'll talk on today and then sometimes as is the case today I say actually I'll just record a podcast without any notion of what I'm going to talk about Now, I think I may have talked about this on a previous episode, I don't know, but sometimes I just press the button and trust and have faith that something will will come up because I've committed myself to a process. I've committed myself to an act and therefore um, I trust that something will come up to talk about that is hopefully going to be of value or nourish my audience in some way. And... That in itself, that leads me on to, I guess, today's episode, which I hadn't even been aware of even three seconds ago, which is the degree to which we might support ourselves as human beings, support ourselves to go through life more in a spirit of trusting and f- trusting ourselves and having faith in ourselves and in the power that we truly are to respond and create and do whatever it is we need to do as and when we've committed to an end result. Because we're so good at doubting ourselves. Why is it we are so good at doubting and so good at being fearful and so good at stopping ourselves from doing the things we want to do and also so good at sabotaging some of our intentions by way of um, by way of doing things that go against, go in the polar opposite direction of what it is we want. Why, why is that? Well, as I talked about in previous episodes, it's partly because we use our imagination against ourselves and imagine our, uh, in the wrong way. So let's say we're trying to get fit, lose weight, um, improve our health. Um, often we're imagining that that's going to be difficult. Uh, imagining that it's going to be uh, involve a lot of denial and hard work and exercise and all that stuff. So why, why do we do that? If you listen to the last episode, I talked about the creative, the only creative power in the universe being our imagination. So if we're using our imagination to conjure up images and thoughts and a perception that something's going to be difficult, well, then put it down for being difficult. And yet we have this innate ability as human beings to choose to think differently. We can choose any thought we want. Um, if you want evidence of that, uh, I'm blanking on the name, I'll come back to it, but um, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl, that was it. If you want evidence of our ability to choose our thoughts in any moment, then read his book. But why do, why do we go down that route of, oh, it's going to be difficult, it's going to be hard, I think this will be a real challenge, this is going to be pretty much impossible. What, what, why? Well, just because we're conditioned versus 
setting an intention, I'm going to record a podcast, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to earn more money, I'm going to do whatever it is, setting a clear intention, specific, clear and specific intention, and using our imagination to get emotionally involved in that to the point where it leads us to behave, where the point, to the point where the intention and the desire, the desired outcome, drives our actions and behavior. So that we're being pulled by our vision, by our intention, by our goal, rather than being pushed. And one of the, going off a slight tangent here, but one of the things that people do, and I was, you know, I was very capable of this for a long time, is they name an objective. They name an intention. I'm, yeah, I'm going to lose, I'm going to shed three stone and drop back to my uh, getting into my 32-inch jeans or I don't know what it is, but, you know, they name an intention. I'm going to double my income and earn X hundred thousand a year or uh, I but they don't, they don't take the time to know the intention. So it sits as an intellectual aspiration sits in the conscious mind as an intellectual aspiration. I'm doing this, I'm going to buy this car, lose this amount of weight, get into this kind of relationship, um, earn this amount of money. They, they can name their intentions all day long. They put, write down their goals at the start of the year and they're, they're clear. You know, they follow the smart goal strategy. That's for, for me, no disrespect, I don't even know who came up with the idea. Smart goals, specific measurable achievable, realistic, and time-bound. How dumb is that? Getting outspoken here, but that's the whole point of the podcast is really just to shed a different perspective. But how dumb is it? What's realistic? Well, we'll tell you what realistic is. Realistic is a belief system. I'm sure I've spoken about this before, but what you believe is realistic and what I believe is realistic are two different things. Is it realistic to think that you can multiply your income inside the space of a year. Like take it from, take your average annual income and turn it into your new monthly income. Is that realistic? Or would that be a dumb goal to set? Because what's realistic is really only a function of our thinking and a function of the way we use our imagination. And one of the reasons people struggle to achieve their intentions, as I say, is they name their objective, they don't get to know it. By that, I mean really using their imagination to fall in love with the idea of what they've set an intention for, to get to know it. So if you set an intention for buying a brand new car with a, you know, that you've never owned before, a type of car, rather than it sitting as a, an aspiration on a piece of paper or you're going as far as looking at a picture of it a bit, or putting it on a vision board to remind you of what you don't have, <laughs> which is true for many people. I'm not, I'm not slagging down vision boards, but you know, they work for some people, but for a lot of people, they keep them stuck because they're looking at them and reminding themselves how far away they are from that objective, which of course keeps them far away from that objective. But get to know your intentions. Get to feel what it would be like to lose the three stone that you want to lose. What will that, what genuinely, what will that feel like? Don't fall in love with how it will feel to go through the effort of losing it and the feeling of the denial and what you're not going to be able to do and how you're going to have to give up the beer and give up, you know, curry nights with your friends or whatever, which to some degree we've all given up in recent months. But 
fall in love with it, with knowing your objective. Go and test drive that car. Get into it. Feel it. Smell the interior. Wrap your hands around the steering wheel. Imagine yourself owning it. Because I'll tell you what, there is only one time frame in existence. You may say, well, that's something I want to own in the future. But everything exists in the now. Your aspiration to own that vehicle, to lose that weight, to create that relationship, to earn more money, that's an aspiration that exists now. And when it shows up in your, as an outcome in your life, it will still exist in now. There is only an eternal now. But don't name your objectives. Get to know them using your imagination, flexing your imagination, the only creative power in the universe. And then, and then feel it as if, you, as, as if you already own it. And then what happens is your behavior, your actions and behavior change as a result of you shifting your state, of you moving into the consciousness of your wish fulfilled. Because that's how it works. If you're trying to operate from the consciousness of being the person that needs to lose the weight, it's always going to feel like hard work of being the person who's earning, only earning so much money and needs to earn more, it's going to feel like hard work. And, and to be truthful, you're setting yourself up for a massively increased chance of failing. Because we've been blessed with this gift of imagination to create with, but we've got to learn how to use it properly. So determine what it is you want, decide what it is you want, and that's the hardest part for most people. Most people don't know what they want or they let other people's thinking determine what they feel they should want. Or... So decide what you want, what you really want, not what you think you're capable of, not what you think is possible for you, but what you really want. Something that would fundamentally transform your life. I talk about earning double working half or, you know, as a formula. Some, something that one of my mentors on the other side of the world in Australia talks about you know, earn double, work half, rinse, repeat. Do the things, well, do work you love. I'm a big advocate of that. Why would you do work that you hate? Why, why would you? So decide what you want. Name that objective. Fall in love with the idea. Get to know it. And here's the other thing that people skip a lot of the time. Think, they think the money is going to solve all their problems. They think the desired objective is going to solve all the problems. So let's talk about money because money's money's a you know money's a, a something that's on everybody's mind and something that a lot of people don't talk about very much. But um, I meet a lot of people who have an aspiration to earn a lot more money, and they hang their hat on the fact that that earning a lot all the more money is going to solve all their problems. But in getting to know your objective, my encouragement is really get to know it. Get to know what earning 10 times what you're currently earning is really going to involve. You know, what's your life really going to be like? What challenges will you, will you then have in terms of, in terms of do you, will you need to find a new accountant? Will you need to find a new lawyer? Will you need to find different number of people to support your increased wealth? 
will there be people you need to distance yourself from or that you would want to distance yourself from? Will there be people showing up in your experience based on your newfound success who want a piece of the action? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that, but get to know what that's like. Get to know the, the, the fullness of or the richness of the experience. Full technicolor surround sound of living your intention. And the more you immerse yourself, the more you put yourself there, get emotionally involved in it. And by that I mean feeling it like it's already in your experience, the more your behavior will start to line up by default to support you to create that objective. And here's the thing, at some point, having what you've not had before is going to involve you doing what you've never done before. And the majority of that doing can be put on autopilot by your involvement with your vision, with your intention. But the likelihood is there's going to be an element of the doing that's going to throw up a chunk of fear, a chunk of anxiety, an inclination to want to back away from doing whatever you need to do. Where the old self pulls at you to stay safe. And you either step into the fear, step through it in the knowledge that that's all a part of your growth, or you shy away from it and shrink back to accepting life as it currently is. Because the true purpose of a goal is not the getting. The true purpose of a goal is the growing. And sometimes that growth involves fear and trepidation and so on. But it's also the gateway to freedom when we know how it all works. Anyway, look what happened. Look what happened. 14 minutes in and I pressed the go button with not an ounce of knowledge as to what today's episode was going to be on. Other than I had an aspiration to keep it under 15 minutes. <laughs> Most episodes are shorter than that. So throw yourself into something. Set an intention, throw yourself into it, get involved. See you on the next episode. Bye.